Before you listen to this episode, I wanted to give you a heads up regarding the audio. There were some technical difficulties that occurred while we were recording. So please bear with the mistakes and the ups and downs that occur. Also, you'll hear some additional voices that felt they needed to be heard during the recording time. But I really wanted to get this episode out for all of you to listen. And I hope you still like it and enjoy the show. Welcome to the second episode of Modern Sisyphus, the podcast that shares my journey of losing weight and how I feel about it. I'm your host, Selena, and this week, I have a fun surprise for you. Before I reveal that surprise, let me give you this week's progress report. This week, I have lost one pound. I am now at 193 pounds, and I've lost a total of two pounds. So I'm really happy to um, to have made that goal this week of losing one pound. You know, my max is two, and I lost one, so that's really good. Uh, we'll get into the in-depth discussion on how the week went in a minute, because I am not alone right now. Last week, I mentioned the importance of having support in achieving goals, which I do. And with that... I would like to introduce my friend and co-host, Lorray Matralis. Just so you know, Lorray is calling in due to the COVID-19 social isolation situation we are all experiencing at the moment, but she is awesome and still wanted to be present. Hi, Lorray. Hi. Lorray is the founder and owner of Foundation Movement and Fitness, Lorraine, why don't you talk about your business yourself and why you said uh, yes to hosting this podcast with me? Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Selena, for letting me have the opportunity to join you on your amazing adventure. I'm so excited to be such a support group for you. Um, So yes, my name is Lorraine, and I am the owner and founder of Foundation Movement and Fitness. So... I am a postural alignment and functional movement uh, specialist. So what I do is I help people get out of pain and fix their posture or their movement patterns, like their squat or, you know, all these different little movement patterns that we have and teach them and self-educate them on how to keep themselves healthy, how to keep themselves moving well, and how to kind of reset their mind frame for a more wellness-focused mind frame where it's a more self-focused um, so you have more self-responsibility as well with uh, your healthcare. So it's really fun. I've had a great time. I work with clients all over the country and world and it's super fun uh, through Zoom and through in-person staff at my office. So 
Selena and I have met and been friends for a hot minute, and I'm so, so, so excited to to help on this journey. When she asked me what I, like, why I wanted to be a part of it, and if I wanted to help, you know, her on her journey, it was a heck yes for me. And a long time ago, I read a book and talked to many people that were super smarter than me, and they taught me that if it's not something you're passionate about, if it's not a heck yes, then it's a no. Because you can spread yourself so thin that you don't actually end up having time for the things that you're most passionate about. So being here with Selena makes me so excited. And I'm super, super pumped to just be able to be a sounding board and a support system for her. So it was an easy heck yes to work with you, Selena. Aw, thanks. Um, I have to tell you too, actually, after... You told me about that. Heck yes. You know, when you're presented with opportunities, I've adopted that since then. (laughs) Seriously? Yeah, because it's, uh, like you said, your time is precious. And if you, if you don't want to, if, if you don't get the feeling that you should go all in, then maybe you shouldn't because then it won't be to the benefit of you or really to the benefit of what you're doing, you know? So it's not a hundred percent healthy if you can't do it all to the best of your ability. And like you said, if you're not passionate about it, you know, it doesn't really uh, behoove you to, to do it, you know? Yeah. And you end up missing out on things that you're super excited about because you don't have the time for it. Or you end up having to, you miss out on self-care, on taking that extra time to start, you know, um, taking care of your fitness, taking care of your health, all that kind of stuff that you value as well. So it's one of those rules of mine that if it's, if I'm not passionate about it, if it's not a heck yes, then it's a no. So. I <laughs> so like I it. it <laughs> what? I said, sorry, but it is. <laughs> so. Well, I'm happy to hear that it was a heck yes for you. I'm oh, yeah. I'm really touched that you decided to say yes to co-hosting with me. For sure. I'm super stoked to be here. <laughs> so, but let's talk about you, friend. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's talk about you and your journey. And the, let's bring, first take a second to be like, woo, you lost a pound. And you lost a pound when I'm pretty sure... A lot of us like stocked up on stuff, chips and salsa and whatnot, and probably found themselves snacking a little bit more than normal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I weigh myself Sunday mornings, and I usually what ends up happening is when my cat wakes me up to feed her in the mornings. Uh, usually, you know, between 6.30, 7.30. So that's when I weigh myself. And that's my day to sleep in. So I'm usually half asleep or half awake, whichever way you want to look at it. So <laughs> I stepped on the scale and I saw 193. And I was really happy. I was able to go back to sleep because let's be honest, I totally went back to sleep. And just went back to sleep feeling really good about it. Um, so what I'm doing is, you know, I, I 
because the, the, the big goal is 150, but uh-huh. what's really important I think is to have those small goals so you don't get overwhelmed because when you uh-huh. look at one pound, when you're trying to get to 150 and you're in the nineties, like that's, that's pretty big and that can seem very uh, defeating. And so my aim right now is let's just focus on 190. Let's get to 190 and then we can then focus on getting to 180. So I'm three pounds from that, you know, smaller goal. That's awesome. Yeah. That's like, like, um, you know, when you run a marathon, if you look at the whole 26 miles, you're like, holy cheese and crackers. That is a really far distance. I'm going to need snacks. But if you look at like mile marker one and you just put one foot in front of the other, you get to mile marker one. And then you can look at mile marker two and things like that. So um, that is an amazing perspective. So because you're 100% right, people, it's like if it's super daunting, if you're looking at that big number, but just by focusing on those little numbers and those little wins, dude, game changer. Love that. Yeah. It's great. Um, and actually before we continue onwards, uh, because I really liked what you said just now and how you made the parallel with running a marathon and just hitting mile marker one. So the reason why I really asked you to be a co-host is because you have a fitness background and it's not just, you know, I'm a, a personal trainer, which is not a problem at all. I have quite a few friends that are personal trainers, but you work with such a wide array of people and backgrounds and, um, just really if, if you've seen them in a store, you work with them, you know? So it's not just one specific type of person or age or anything. And so you have a really nice broad experience and you also actually have a really good education in that goes along with that experience. And your energy is also just so supportive and so awesome that it's easy to um, be around you, you know? And so that's why I chose you for um, kind of what stuck out to me if I was like, okay, so if I'm going to have a co-host, who would that be? And you just kind of fit all of those areas. And I think you just expressed that in your last comment with, you know, running and running a marathon. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, I I definitely do have a Uh, I went to school for exercise science and in kinesiology and I've worked in rehab and I've worked with chiropractors and wellness professionals and um, have had some amazing training and some amazing certifications, which is all amazing things, but it's how you you put it all together and how you encourage people to, to realize what they are capable of doing. And it's not just like getting out of pain and moving well, it's like, taking charge of your own mindset and how I can be supportive and celebrate those little wins. Like those little wins end up to, again, crossing that finish line of your marathon and getting your goal. So I'm so honored and happy to be here 
I know you guys are going to get sick of hearing this, but I am super, super stoked for you. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> um, that's, yeah, that's, that's awesome. I love that you're just so passionate about that. So what would you say to, you know, my, specifically the weight loss part that I'm uh-huh. tackling? So, you know, I started off at 195. Uh, don't like it. I don't feel comfortable. I feel incredibly disconnected from my body. And my goal is, you know, 150, Uh but that small goal is 190. So what are your thoughts on that? Just kind of piece right there. Does anything stick out about it? Well, I think it was when you made the comment of just like getting on the, you're like, Oh, I stepped on a scale and I didn't see what I liked. And you're like, that does not feel good in my body. Like, um, you took charge of that and you owned that. And you're like, that is not where I want to be. That is not the person I want to be. That is not the body I want to be in. This is not how I want to feel. Like you owned it. And that first step is so scary and daunting for most people um, in anything, um, any, any aspect of their life. That first thing, you stop and you look. And you're like, holy cheese and crackers, I do not like what's happening. But I want to commend you because you didn't say, oh, well, I, you know, it is what it is. But you're like, nope, I'm going to change it. And it wasn't a change in a negative way in like a self-hatred or self, like, I am a terrible person. How could I do this to my body? It's like, I love who I am and I'm fantastic and I want to be a better version of me. Um, that first step was huge your mindset change huge huge so good um but no really it was like that is the the thing that I would say stuck out to me a ton is your mindset and you just didn't see what you liked and um you decided to change it but you also decided to be kind to yourself in your brain you didn't beat yourself up you didn't shame yourself you were just like well how do we fix this how do we move forward and setting that small goal that attainable goal, um, is like that itself is really, really cool too. And I think we already kind of talked about that and discussed my views a little bit on that one with, you know, completing a monumental task, one little step at a time. But that to me is an attainable chunk as well. And that's something that you can work towards and work towards every day. Like you can say, okay, just those three counts. Um, just need to work on that. It's kind of like, you know, you're trying something for the first time. You're like, oh, I'm not great at that, but I'm going to try it again. I'm going to do it again. If you slip up, oh, well. But you're just going to go back to those three pounds, and you're kind to yourself with that. Like, so those are the immediate things that pop out of my brain when you say those kind of fun things. Nice. (laughs) I mean, that really, um, it's interesting because hearing you say that, I didn't, I didn't even think that I was being kind to myself, to be honest. <laughs> I, uh, just because, you know, we all have an inner dialogue. Yeah. And I think to be aware of what that inner dialogue is, you know, makes a, a difference in, in being mindful. And I, I, uh, I used to not have that inner dialogue. You know, I've definitely gotten a lot healthier 
in that respect, there's still, you know, work that needs to be done, but to hear you just kind of provide that feedback, just kind of opened my eyes of what my mindset is and how it's, it's changed. And I'm happy to hear that it was a, I guess you could say an appropriate response. You know, uh, it was, it was like, this is what I don't like. So I'm going to change it. And, uh, here we are in theory, you know, you say one thing and actually doing it is a whole different experience. Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> you know, cause a part of me, a part of me was a little, a little bummed because I wanted two pounds, not, not one. Uh, and it always is tough when you don't lose as much as you are aiming to, but, you know, we'll talk about the workouts and, and the diet and maybe why I didn't lose two pounds uh-huh. um, because of the, the choices that, that I made. Uh, so do you have any last thoughts on the actual weight and what I lost and what my goals are? Uh, I think one pound, especially for what has happened in this past week. I know we're like, if you listen to this, like way back, this is, you know, mid-March 2020. Like there's a lot of things happening right now socially. And so I think to have a one pound loss is huge because there's so much social stress happening right now. We all know what stress does to your body. Um, cortisol levels rise, all that kind of fun stuff. And especially for females, it's a lot more repercussions to a lot of things. So one versus three versus two, like I know your mindset was like, I want to lose two pounds this week, but given everything that kind of happened this past week and then things, you know, in your professional life or social life and all that kind of, all that stuff adds up to it. I still think it's a win, but that's just me. I win because I lost. <laughs> yes. Because you didn't eat all the snacks that we all bought for, you know, for things that was supposed to be stretched a little bit further. <laughs> yeah. I, and my diet went really, really, my diet was pretty good. Okay. I, I can't really think of, um, a day that it, it was off my body. I love food. <laughs> Who doesn't? I love food so much. And I have to, you know, say these little mind tricks that will kind of uh-huh. curb the mental part of, of a diet. Right. Like what I do is I, I say, rather than denying myself something and saying, oh, well, you can't have that because you're on a diet. Because I feel like that just automatically makes you want it because we want what we can't have. And (laughs) so what I say is you can choose to eat that or drink that. You can choose that 100%. You're an adult, right? But here's what happens or could happen when you choose that. And I can't really think of any time this week where that was the case, where I really had to, um, 
have that conversation with myself. You know, St. Patrick's Day was this past Tuesday, and I definitely celebrate St. Patrick's Day. And so there was there was Guinness, there was cocktails. I actually, (laughs) I I did my first Irish car bomb ever. No way. Yeah, I'm in my 30s, and I never did an Irish car bomb. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, those are good. Those are yummy. They taste like chocolate milk to me. Call me weird, but they do. Well, I think they do too. What's interesting is, I I mean, I knew it was Guinness and I knew it was Bailey's. Uh I did not know that there was Jameson thrown in there. (gasps) (laughs) And there was someone in the, in the house because we were, um, you know, in a household and we were putting them together and we asked, you know, Hey, do you want to have an Irish car bomb? And they said, no, (laughs) we asked why. And they responded with the only time I've ever gotten sick is because of an Irish car bomb. And the idea of having cream curdle in my stomach because it's mixing with beer sickens me right now. And so I was a little hesitant, but I was like, you know what? You have the day off you know, why not? So I gave it a shot and I'd have to say about 10, 15 minutes later, I found myself saying, I need food. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, you do. So there was food, you know, we did the traditional corned beef and cabbage and carrots and potato well french fries because you know there are no potatoes and uh i had some sweets and yeah it was a pretty good day but i didn't i didn't like glutton myself i didn't overeat or i didn't feel like i had just come from a buffet you know i i moderated myself but nice. you know beer is all calories it's all just junk really um so we'll yeah, we'll see what happens up. what Bread in the glass. Pretty much. Guinnesses. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It's actually Guinness. There's a reason why I cho- chose Guinness. Not just because why? it's like the number one Irish beverage. Surprisingly, Guinness is only 4.6% alcohol. And there's only about 170 calories in one pint. It's actually incredibly light. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. I'm a fan of Guinness. It's a delicious beer. But I did not know that. So not only so you actually thought about your goals this week, even on St. Patrick's Day on the day that like is like the party party, um, with all the treats and eats, you still made super super smart decisions, you know, and what was your mindset with that one? Like you were just talking about how you like um went instead of saying like don't have this I'm on a diet. What was your thought? Like, did you have any thoughts like that on St. Patrick's Day? Or did you have, like, the whole, like, yeah, I know I'm doing this. I'm enjoying this. I'm being present within what I'm doing. But blah, blah, blah. Like, what were your kind of setups and thoughts with that, too? So I'm sure other people would love to know. Because probably other people struggle with this as well. I went into it with, I'm going to relax, but I'm not going to not have, I'm going to relax, but I'm not going to release all my inhibitions basically. So I went into it saying you can have beer, 
right? Kind of going back to those choices, like telling myself I have a choice. So you can choose to drink a beer. You can choose to not drink a beer. You can choose to eat this type of food or not. Just know that these are the consequences. But then additionally, I would do a body scan before I decided to put anything in my mouth. And I'm not kidding. Like when I would be hanging out and someone would say, oh, do you want another beer? Or I would think about grabbing food. I would go in my head and I would say, oh, hi, Selena. You're a little buzzed. (laughs) What do you think? (laughs) Those fries look really good over there. And I would just say, okay, are you hungry? And if it was a no, then I'd be like, okay, then don't eat that food because you're not hungry. Also, what are you physically doing right now? Are you standing up? Are you sitting down? Do you have a beer in your hand? What else is this situation to where you want food or what would kind of justify eating more or drinking more? And so if I couldn't really answer those questions and I would be honest with myself, then I would or wouldn't do it. So if I was hungry, if I was legitimately you know, my stomach was growling. Then I would say, okay, so eat some carrots and cabbage. And then if you're still feeling hungry after 10 minutes, then maybe try something a little bit heavier than that. And so that's kind of what I did throughout the entire day. I'm not kidding. Like I really did do that. That's awesome. Um, And then I did have to work. Also, another thing I think that helped too is while I took that day off, I did have to work the next day. And so I didn't want to be hungover the next day for work. So I had to be sober. I told myself I had to be sober sober by 6 p.m. because I was going home at 8 p.m. And so that was another thing that moderated it was I had responsibilities and things that I had to do that night and the next morning that I helped, I think helped really curb that whole situation for me. Did you do anything for St. Patrick's Day? Um, I didn't do anything huge. Um, we do a corned beef and cabbage because I love corned beef and cabbage. Like that's like legit my favorite thing ever. Um, I also like it with eggs for breakfast the next morning, but that's another, that's another discussion we'll have, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I didn't do too much. We, um, I grabbed it found this new, this new Guinness kind of a, a lager or a really dark malt kind of a beer. And, um, that is, um, one that I can drink and just ended up staying at home and just kind of chilling. It was raining a little bit, so we just kind of stayed home and relaxed been a crazy week so i just wanted to kick it and chill nothing crazy so yeah that okay. sounds great we're boring <laughs> right now <laughs> tell me who isn't boring right now <laughs> dog walks that is what i'm doing yeah you're surviving off dog walks yes but like you were talking about your job so your job is is not a sit at a desk job either too. I know this and but I don't know if other people that are listening know this. Selena's pretty active in her job, right? Yes, I'm very active. <laughs> so just okay, so I worked today, right? And I wear a Fitbit to track, 
you know, my steps. Uh-huh. So as of right now, since I got up this morning at 5 a.m., because I get up at 5 a.m., I have walked 17,886 steps. Holy cheese and crackers. That's a lot. That's 7.34 miles. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, yeah. So uh, I work really early and I do have a very physically demanding job. And for privacy purposes, I can't say exactly what I do, but what I can say is I work outside with very large animals. (laughs) So my day is spent, you know, feeding, cleaning, inspecting, and that is all done outside. We have a special appearance by my roommate Evane, she decided to join the podcast so for those listeners who don't know i have a fun kitty cat and she is my shadow and she has decided to join us so she's gonna settle down in just a second <laughs> we'll give her just a little bit so so yeah so my job is incredibly busy and so for my workouts this week, I didn't really do any traditional working out or what people think of when they work out, except for one day where I did do some dancing. I did some hair and heels dancing because there was um, like a live stream video from a really well-known choreographer based out of LA, and she was running the class for five bucks, which is amazing. If anyone, and you know this, Larray. Cause uh-huh. you have experience in this, you know, those classes with those choreographers up in LA, they're like $65. They're not cheap. So uh-huh. five bucks and you got 24 hours, ac- 24 hours access after the class. That's pretty awesome. Uh-huh. So, I mean, besides that, I didn't do any traditional working out, but work this week was even more insane. <laughs> Sorry. It was even more insane because it was raining four days out of the week. Regardless of the weather, you know, I do my job because it's not the animal's fault that it's raining or or anything. They still need to eat, right? So I'm wearing rain boots and where I work is in the desert with dust and dirt everywhere. So what happens when water mixes with dirt becomes mud? Uh-huh. So that was my leg workout, <laughs> like four days in. So your job is like super demanding, but you know what's uh what's on the plan for next week? What are you doing? What's your thought? Where are you going? Yeah. So because my job is is so physically demanding, I get a lot of my workouts in that way, but I still want to continue to burn fat. Um, Evane is going to work out with me eventually. Um, and she is saying that she's going to participate. <laughs> she's actually participating right now. She's got her own little workout going. <laughs> anyway, I'm really going to focus on cleaning up my diet a little bit more. You know, we had St. Patrick's day this week and I did relax a little bit on my diet I've had some food provided at work that wasn't exactly in line with what is um, helping me and my body. So I want to 
clean up my diet just a little bit better. And then also I want to work out, but I'm going to try to change it up this week because I really miss dancing. So I think what I'll do is like one hit workout and then I'll do like a dancing day and then a stretching day because stretching is also really important. So I think that's what will be for next week or yeah, for next week. That's like a super balanced workout because like you're doing a hit workout, which is super time efficient and um, really, really beneficial after the workout as well, which is raising your metabolic rate, um, which is basically, if you want to define this a little bit, it's helping to increase your rate that you're burning calories through the next 24 hours. But let's uh, touch on that dance like class. And anybody that's taken a dance class, you know that that itself is not an easy workout. It's its own random or it's its own pseudo hit workout in like, because you're dancing your heart out for, you know, one, two minutes and you have to stop, you have to breathe and you have to fix your hair and you have to like put everything back together where, you know, where it was supposed to be. And then you do it again and you learn a little bit and you do it again and you learn a little bit until so you're like over and over for, you know, anywhere from 30 minutes to 60 minutes, however long the instructor wants to go, you know, that itself is a hard routine and a hard workout. So nice job. You're super well-rounded getting your, your shorter workouts in and getting those really long workouts that also help your um, soul. Like it speaks to you on a soul level on finding something that's joyous, not just doing something because you have to, it's more, I'm really excited to do it. And I'm excited because it feeds not only my body and my health, but also my soul. It makes me happy, which I think is really important as well. Yeah. Dance is, uh, dance is a whole other level of fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think what would be fun is for next week, if we go into HIT workouts a little bit more in detail. Because what I like about HIT is, you know, you don't want to do more than 20 minutes. Uh-huh. You don't take up a lot of space, but it's super effective. And that's, I think, very beneficial, especially right now with our social isolation and not being able to go outside. Um during this time, which for San Diegans is very difficult because we love to go outside because the weather is generally awesome. It's kind of, you know, the best that's out there. So I think that would be fun to do that next week and kind of go into detail about that. What do you think? Yeah, totally down. Good talk all day. (laughs) For sure. No, but it's true. Like there's a lot of um, social distancing and all that kind of stuff. Things that we're used to doing communally to like you know mind body soul stuff as well as we're adjusting with that and that's everybody that's everybody everywhere we're all used to doing things super socially and so that's what I mean by you're taking things and doing things that feeds your soul because you're not able to commune with your regular peoples on you know in your regular way so that's awesome I'm super excited I'm, I'm curious to see what dancing you do next week Can yeah we talk about that? <laughs> Uh, definitely going to let you know what I decide on. There is a whole internet of options there. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I am going to give you a one little challenge though. Can I give you a challenge? 
yes, I will accept your challenge. Wait, what is it? Yeah, let me hear it first. Challenge with conditions. She's like, wait, do I really want to accept that? No, you already said yes. So um, you're going to add in one exercise for your core that brings your knees to your chest and not your chest to your knee. And you're going to foam roll. Foam roll? Yeah, do you have a foam roll? Yeah. What do I like? Everything? That's a whole hour in itself. Everything? You can foam roll for an hour. You can foam roll for five minutes. Okay. You're going to foam roll on the days that you're working. You know, you come home and part of your routine, like if you have, I'm challenging you in a self care routine, by the way. This is this is the, the plot behind it. Um, I want you to pick a part of your body that you want to foam roll. I don't care if it's your shins, your feet, your like back, or your booty. Pick one part or two or three. I don't care, but at least one part. So, okay, little, little self care, little extra challenge. You got your core. You're gonna bring your knees to your chest and not your chest to your knees, which is a whole bunch of different exercises. And you're gonna do a little self care when you come home from work, and that's gonna be almost one part of your body or all of it. I don't care. <laughs> Okay, that's fair because I'm I'm kind of I'm bad with the the self care part. I'm really good about you know challenging my body and pushing the limits, and then I don't necessarily thank it for doing that later. So I accept both of your challenges, and I will report back on that next week. Sweet, <laughs> yes. I love that you agreed to this before you even knew what it was anything. <laughs> I for the past I want to say like 2 years whenever I get a challenge I'm just like okay or learning overcoming things that I know I don't like. So I think that's why I did that because I don't like that. Okay, let's learn to love it or that's a challenge, it's hard. Okay, I'm going to overcome it. So uh but I might need to be a little bit careful about that cuz I might get myself into trouble. <laughs> Let's first start with the foam roll challenge. Okay, that's fair. But no, I'll take your ab challenge too. I'll take that there ab challenge. I'll incorporate that in my hit. I'll do it. Do it. Um, okay, challenge accepted. Yes. So this week, I'm going to focus on cleaning up my diet and just fine-tuning it. I am going to add variety to my workouts when I work out at home, and I am going to incorporate those challenges that you gave me of bringing an extra core workout where I bring my knees to my chest and foam rolling a body part or body parts every day. Uh, great. Uh, Lorraine, would you like to add anything or do you have anything you would like to promote? Um, yeah, actually, uh, look by, if you guys know or are on Instagram or Facebook, um, you can find me at, at foundation underscore movement underscore fitness. And I'm 
really, really passionate about moving, and so I actually am going to be starting to teach some free or donation-only classes for people who just want to get out to move, and I'm going to be doing little free, like, movement sessions where we meet on live, because I know a lot of people are transitioning from working at the office to working at their house, and so people are getting a little bit stiff or sore or things like that, so... Just look for me doing some live content and some really fun content um, online just for free or for donation only for just to get us up and moving in this kind of tumultuous time and time of transition. So that is what it's at foundation underscore movement underscore fitness and say hi. Just come say hi. Great. I look forward to it. For you, the listener, I want to thank you for taking time out of your day to join us. I'm going to keep pushing that boulder, and I encourage you to do the same. I know it's difficult right now, but you can do it. We can do it. Together. My name is Selena. And I'm Lorraine. And this is Modern Sisyphus. Modern Sisyphus is written, produced, and hosted by me, co-hosted by Lorraine Matralis. Music is by Joseph Crotty. Anchor is a platform. If you would like to reach out to the show, you can email me at sisyphuspodcast at gmail.com.